0: Welcome, everyone, to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca, on today's episode, I'm going to talk about the WWE draft that's coming up in a few weeks. I'm specifically going to talk about who from NXT that I see going up to the main roster. Um, I think, look at the draft, everyone's wondering who's going to go to Raw, who's going to go to SmackDown, which major players they're going to... They're going to switch around to me. It's like not that interesting because, well, for the past few months we've seen everyone on both shows, and I, I'm not a big fan of the draft. I wish they just say, "Hey, now appearing on this, exclusively uh, on this show," is you know, you name it, right? But they have to do it. They 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 make it a deal a deal out of it. I get it. It it's it's a show that gets decent ratings, very very good ratings, and I think people, and I, and I do think. The Raw and SmackDown shows both need a lot of refreshing of the talent, you know. You know, you don't need to switch everyone, but just move a few people around and just kind of, you know, create some new programs and, you know, I get it. I get it. But I'm always interested in the draft is when it comes to NXT, who's coming up. Um, And I started thinking about that today and... I was like, you know, that would be a good topic for a Take It Home podcast. I want to talk about that. And I started looking at the the rosters, uh, the men's and the women's roster on NXT. And I came up with a few names I think will be drafted. Um, I'll tell you right now, one I don't think will be drafted yet or will be on the main roster yet, and that's Braun Breaker. I think uh, – and that might surprise people because I'm, I'm sure people, when they saw the title of this – this show, what the topic of this show is going to be, they're like, oh, Braun Breaker is going to be the number one guy that's going to be drafted. And I think Braun Breaker will be on the main roster soon, sometime in 2023, maybe even maybe even 2024. I think he would be a great surprise in the Royal Rumble next year. Um, but I think with the recent character development of him going heel in NXT, um I think he's going to be on NXT for you know the rest of 2023 if not majority of 2023. Um I think it's uh, you know a good learning opportunity for him. You know he started off as a baby face and he was a good baby face and now he, having him work heel um on television, um at house shows, I think it's going to be uh, uh, beneficial for him, right? So See where he benefits best. Like, is he better as a heel? Is he better as a bay face? Um, I think he probably can do both. Um, we'll see. Um, you know, he's only been a heel for like a week or two now, but I don't know. I think he has that. You know, he's a Steiner, so he has that Scott Steiner in him. Scott Steiner, his uncle was a was a really good heel, and I can see Braun being that big meathead, you know, asshole heel. And he did a pretty good job from what I saw on NXT uh, the other week when he, uh, or this this past Wednesday actually when he came out and kind of you know talked some trash to Chase U and Duke Hudson and um, he showed some good attitude. He, you know he talks, you just hear his uncle. Um, and I, <laughs> I think he, I think he's gonna do well, so I'm looking forward to seeing that out of him coming up in the next few months especially and and see how that uh how he takes to that and if he's successful with it and i think that's a good thing for the WWE to do with him like don't rush this guy there's no need to rush him um you know let him let him continue to learn because he got a lot of people don't forget that a lot of people forget that he was just like thrusted into the spotlight when they did the NXT 2.0, like boom, here he is, our top guy. And granted, he's a natural athlete. He's a blue chip prospect. You know, he, he's he he's just natural at this wrestling because he grew up in it and he, and he knows it and feels it. And you know, he's watched his uncle and his dad for so many so many years, so he gets it right. But still, even though he gets it and he's a phenom, like he still need to kind of. Let him work on things and and you know there's some mistakes I saw him make in those matches, you know, with uh Grayson Waller, um, uh, even in, with Apollo uh Apollo, uh <laughs> Carmelo Hayes, excuse me. God, I don't know why I called him Apollo. Carmelo Hayes at the last uh takeover. It was a good match because see where you know he still has a lot of growth, he's still very young, I and mean, he's in his twenties still, and and but he'll be a, a major play in the wwe for a very 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 long time so he's not on my list obviously for who's gonna be drafted to the main roster with with this upcoming draft but let's talk let's start with the women's division because that i looked at the women's roster and I was trying to see who would be good fits. For the main roster. It's not a long list. I was looking at a lot a lot of the women on NXT right now are very young. Uh, very inexperienced. And they need a lot more time in NXT. Um, you know, the the Sol Rukas and the Tiffany Stratton is a world. Like, they need a lot more time in NXT. Um even a Gigi Dolan even a JC Jane like they they need more time in um, NXT to work on their characters to work on their their in ring and so they can kind of hang with the main rosters uh, one woman who I think has been really good uh, especially as of late and I feel like she can do well. On the main roster, it's someone that I, I believe Triple H is very high on. That's Zoe Stark. I think she, uh, especially with that loss to Indy Hartwell when she challenged for the title the other the other week, two weeks ago now. I think you know that was a sign that you know she's going to be moving on. Uh, I know she's still kind of there, still still on the show, still talking trash. Goes up to Roxanne Perez. I think you know sets some stuff. So I think she'll probably put. Roxanne over, um, maybe at that spring breaking show, or maybe next week. I I haven't seen what they announced for this coming week's uh, NXT, Uh, but I think she'll, you know, put her over on her way out. I think she'll be drafted to the, to the, to the main roster. I could see her handling herself with a lot of those women on there, and I think she can, you know, I think she can do well. She's a, I mean, I, I think she's a better Bay Face than a heel. I mean, she's a good heel, but I think. You know, she has that, you know, athletic style and a little little oomph to her. I think you just want to kind of cheer her on. You don't want to, you don't want to uh, boo her. So, I think she's gonna really add to the main roster. I'm looking forward to a lot of the matches that a lot of people she can work with, and I think she's gonna be successful. Um, The next two ladies, and this might surprise people, but it came down to it. I was like, you know what? These ladies have been in NXT for a very long time. And you either got to send them up and see how they do or maybe cut them. But I think you kind of got to give them a shot. And that's Kaden Carter and, and uh, Katana Chance, uh, the former Casey Canizaro. Um They're a tag team, former NXT ta- women's tag team champions. I think that you know, with the women's tag team scene on the main rosters really thin when it comes to regular tag teams, you know, a lot of it's just people thrown together, you know, Raquel, Raquel, uh, Gonzalez and, uh, Liv Morgan just thrown together tag team champions. And, you know, I, you know, I like Raquel. I'm not a big fan of Liv, but, you know, whatever. It keeps them in the in the mix. Keeps them, you know, hey, keep an eye on these two ladies, especially Raquel, because I think she's going to be a uh, a big-time challenger, especially for Rhea Ripley um, sometime. I kind of hope they, eh, maybe SummerSlam would be kind of cool, because I still want to see Rhea and Bianca both be champions going into WrestleMania next year. It would be cool if it was like a title-for-title kind of thing, if they can really build that. Up, but uh, you know they need tag teams in the division, and I'm not a fan of their work personally. I think it's very, very choreographed. Um, I just I haven't seen any improvement from Kaden Carter or Katana Chance. I thought Katana, Katana Chance could have been a big star, and she was, you know, being so petite and her gymnastic ability. Uh, she was exciting and different unique but when she kind of took a sabbatical and 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 stepped away from wrestling and and you know wasn't into it or whatever whatever was going on with her at the time and then she came back i think ever since she's came back i don't know i just haven't seen any improvement from her um uh, kaden carter i just i just her style just looks so choreograph and she you know strings all these moves together that just look so slow and almost like she's like doing wrestling practice um and i would and then they, then they won the tag team in the women's division in nxt and i'm like why why would they put the belts on them but they've been there for a while and i say you know what send them up there let them let them do their thing and if Give him a year. If it doesn't work out, you know, you can always, you know, let him go. You know, I think it's kind of a like sink or swim thing. So I think those are the three women that will be called up. And, and, um, I know nothing earth shattering really, but I think Zoe Stark's a good get really for the division. And I think she'll handle herself well. I think Triple H really likes her, will we'll feature her. Um, and, you know, I think he, knows how to present her and you know she's a she's a comes off as a badass chick and I, like i said i think she'll be good so just three women from the women's roster going up to the going up there um to the main roster and and but then the men i actually have a total of eight men one's a <coughs> one's a group so but the number one per, The number one man on the men's roster that I think is going to get drafted to, is going to be Grayson Waller. Garrett's going to laugh at that because I <laughs> ain't going to draft Grayson over Braun Breaker. But, excuse me, um, Grayson is just a star. He really is. He's fantastic. What a heel. He is a tremendous talent, in my opinion. <laughs> he's he's good in the ring, uh, over the top personality. He just has that you just want to hate this guy. You want to see him get beat. He's so cocky, he's so arrogant. I would totally put this guy, Grayson Waller, with Logan Paul, and make them tag team champions. Man, can you imagine that feud? Logan Paul, Grayson Waller versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You know, down the line or or whatever babyface team, I think they'd be fantastic together as a team. Uh, when Grayson was on NXT and featured um, on the 2.0, when Garrett and I were discussing that on, on the Fight Game podcast, I mentioned that what I would do with Grayson Waller is go that Logan Paul route. You know, that that's social media influencer and and they and they were doing that but they weren't like taking it to go over the top with it like put him with a group of people an entourage you know not like no way jose I'm talking about just a bunch of hanger oners um they're just there a big bodyguard type of guy that kind of protects him and I had Von Wagner for that role. Um, I think you could do that with 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 Grayson and Logan. Man, can you imagine a social media post those guys could do together? Uh, and it would just help, you know, Grayson, of course, because Logan Paul has this amazing following and extremely popular on social media. And I think you know if you want to use Logan Paul. To help someone and someone young and fresh, I think Grayson Waller was a perfect guy for that. Them as tag team champions would be money. I I know it because they're both really good in the ring. Grayson, just like a Breaker, is just it's just a, ph- a phenom. You know, he just gets it. What an athlete! I'm a big Logan Paul guy, uh, and Grayson is is really good too. And I think that they can they can make one hell of a tag team. So, um that's why I would make Grayson Waller the top guy to go from NXT to the main roster right now. I think he would have an immediate impact. Like I said, that guy just you just he's a great heel you just want to see him get his ass kicked, you know? Um he's a better fit with Logan Paul than the Miz. Uh Miz was a good guy that kind of introduced Logan Paul to the WWE audience. You know, I'm sure a lot of WWE audience knew who he was already. Um, but Miz is, you know, we know what Miz is now. You know, he's he's a he's a family guy. You know, we know about that. So, like, I think Grayson and Logan just they fit that lifestyle together, and people would believe that more. And it'd be freaking entertaining as hell. So that's what I'm hoping to see. Um. So, yeah, Grayson Waller, my number one draft pick out of NXT coming into this draft. My number two is a tag team. Um, A tag team I really like. It's uh, pretty deadly. Kit Carson and uh, Elton Prince. Um, I always still call them by the original names from NXT UK. Freaking love these guys. They are a really good team. Another big personality type guys. Um, I think they they have such big personalities. They're so charismatic. They do well with anything they p- get them in. They're just natural in in the backstage segments because they're just these guys are just tremendous. And I think the writers mm-hmm. really like to write for them and with with that goofy kind of stuff that they do well. But I think they they are they're, they're, they're overtop stuff, the outfits and all that overshadows how great these guys are in the ring. They're very good. Uh, what a great heel team bump around for air, guys. They're, their timing's great. They're both tall. They're both have great looks. Elton Prince, you know, I think could be a single star. I think both could be single stars. They're just that talented, but together they're just even stronger. Um, I love their tag team work in NXT UK. They had tremendous matches, especially with the uh, Tyler Bate and Trent seven, you know, go back and look at those matches on NXT UK. Um, they were phenomenal. They had a great tag team run, NXT uh, UK tag team run. They're tag team champions in NXT prime, as they say. And, you know, I'm over the moon by these guys. I think they're, I think, they're fantastic. I thought maybe they when they came to the United States they, they kind of, upped to like number eleven. They're like their outlandish list, I guess you want to say they're, they're, they're crazy outfits and, and to me it's like a little bit too much. And I kind of want to scale it back to where to where they were at in NXT UK. But I I get it why they wanted to go that way. But, but they're phenomenal. I think they would be perfect for the tag team division on the main roster. Um, and I think, shoot, if you think the writers in NXT, which is a smaller group of writers like to write for these guys out here, I think there's a, a host of writers who would love to write for those guys up there because they're just so natural. And they and they like I said, they deliver um, with whatever they whatever they do. And some segments just, you know, they were given some segments that didn't even – They did their best with, and but still kind of got it over, even though it was kind of wacky. They just, they're just, they're just really good. And uh, I can see them in a few with Sami Zayn and and Kevin Owens for the tag team title. I can see them work with, they can work with anyone in that tag team division and have really good matches with. Um, The next people I think will be drafted is a six-man tag team or a group. That's Indusheer, which is uh, Veer, Senga, and their leader, I guess, Jinder Mahal. Um, not much that Veer and Senga can really do in NXT at this point. I guess you can give them a, t- a run with the tag team ch- titles, but I think as a group, you bring them up. Um, I th- I think they could, you know, do well on any. On any show, Raw or SmackDown, um, Ginger's always been a solid talent, and you know him with Endershire freshens him up, in my opinion. Uh, Veer and Senga, I think they're just uh, they're better together. Though Veer has a little something, I thought when he was a singles, and they had him, you know, finally debut and, and start winning some squash matches. But you know they need some badass tag teams up there as well. They you know, and I think, you know, they come off very well as that badass tag team. Um, and you know, Senga, you know, he kind of gets overshadowed by Veer, I think. But Senga's pretty solid for a big man. Um, when he was Grayson's bodyguard for a short time. Um, he wrestled a couple matches. I mean, that's the first time I really saw him as a singles, and I was like, eh, it's gonna be rough. But you know what? He handled himself really well. I thought he was pretty, pretty good. Um I was kind of irritated they beat him like right away. Like, but you know, in the ring though, he looked pretty solid. Um and Veer, you know, just a charismatic dude, a tense guy. Um I think you kind of bring him up as a tag team now with with Senga and Ginger, and then when you're ready to branch him off, you, you can branch off from there. Like, there's no rush to kind of throw him out there as a singles, and you know, eventually probably get beat by someone. You know, like just let him let him marinate in a tag team, let him just kind of get over. And if you know if you feel like he's standing out more than Senga, like. Break him up. Push Veer as a single. Uh, you know, let Senga go. You know, like, like it's just, I think, putting him on the main roster together would be a great thing. And I like the idea. I like when they put brought Ginger down. And, you know, if Ginger was kind of just treading water up the main roster, not really doing much, there were not really a position for him. There wasn't, a, you know, a, a, a time on the show to feature him. They have, a, they have a big roster up there as well. He was doing like main event and stuff from from what I remember I was seeing him on results from main event, and like dude, send him down, put him with veer and Sangha, you know, let him mentor these young guys and you know get them mentally prepared for the main roster. I think that was a great move, a very smart move um so yeah, I think they I think definitely. You'll see all three of those guys on the main roster in that draft. Number four is a guy that, man, was very uh, polarizing in NXT 2.0, and that's Von Wagner. When NXT 2.0 started, Von Wagner was one of the guys that they wanted to feature as they thought this guy has the goods to be a future star. I think Vince McMahon even said he reminded him of a a, a young Edge or something, um, and Cal Bloom, aka Von Wagner, just wasn't ready. Just wasn't ready. But there's potential. You can see the potential of the size, the look, um, and he had to learn as he got, he, had, he had to learn quickly. Right? He had be th- he was thrusted on the main on the main show on NXT and there was definitely some early bumps in the road and of course this is pro wrestling so first impressions are always going to stick with everyone but me coming from my background of of booking and my enjoyment of working with a younger talent um i'm more accepting of those bumps in the road i, I you know i i i uh, i I love to see their their process, their growth, and I think a lot of people that kind of just saw Von Wagner and maybe and early on and kind of tuned out of NXT probably think the same way of him. But if you've been watching Von Wagner, he's really, really, really improved. Promos better, not great, but better. In ring, he went. He had a very robotic style. You could tell he's just overly thinking about everything he's done. He's kind of almost like a like a step step hesitant on anything everything he did. And he wouldn't even like in doing so, he was thinking so much his personality wasn't coming out. His charisma, his, his body language was was not there. But if you watch him now, he has that intensity. He has that body language. Um he still has issues in his work, and he's he's just going to have those. He's a big guy, right? He's not going to be Kurt Angle, all right? He's not going to be Shawn Michaels. Um, but he's a very good athletic big man. And I thought, like, I saw many of matches with him the last few months. I'm like, you know what? This guy's getting it. He really is. And I think he's ready for the main roster. I know he's had a couple... Couple uh, looks there and featured on television at one point. I think for a short time as like a, I think an Adam Pierce bodyguard. If I remember correctly, I wasn't watching at that time closely, but I remember reading about that in results. Uh, but you know they 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 really stayed with him in NXT. Um, they put Robert Stone with him, and I thought that was a pretty good. Act though I wish Robert Stone would be featured as a manager, like a true manager. He's just there for for comedy, and I, but that's like everywhere in wrestling, which it drives me nuts. Especially being a former wrestling manager, and I was out there. You know, I I was I had a goofy side of me. I had those big sparkly jackets, kind of like the Bobby Heenan look. Um, you know, but like I still would come off. As a manager, I would still be coaching my teams, you know, give them direction. A lot of these guys just are out there. Um, I would be involved in the matches to help get heat on my team, not to take away from them and put it all on me, but I would help them get heat and cheat when it's needed, right? Like now, like no managers do anything. There's no cheating, This is Robert Stone. This is Stokie Hathaway. This is you know various other managers out there. They just at ringside, and they're there to cut a promo in the back when need be, and and I don't think Robert Stone really helped helped Von Wagner that much. Um, The LA Knight sister, what's her name? That was. now, who she manages the 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 model guys on the main roster, she was put with uh, with Von Wagner at one point as this hot, you know, sexy blonde who controls the monster and Von Wagner. Right, he would listen to her and and not Robert Stone. And mm, that's a good idea, but I don't think I, again, I don't think it 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 was ex- executed correctly. Um, I still say, you know, put Grayson Waller with Logan Paul, and put Von Wagner as the bodyguard to those guys, right, and a bunch of other hanger oners, right, who don't have to be, you know, they don't have to have a, a a very important role, other than maybe they can get bumped around if need be, right? But Von Wagner should be, you know. Part of that group. And cause I think Von Wagner just has that big old, you know, dumb jock. <laughs> and I think he would end up being a a, a a really good baby face versus Grayson Waller versus Logan Paul. If you do it right. I talked about this, God, a year and a half ago. Whenever NXT 2.0 started, I would have, you know, Va- Von Wagner be Grayson's bodyguard. And Grayson would always kind of treat him badly, not right off the back. You don't want to rush that. You don't want to all of a sudden like, you know, have you know Grayson you know back talk Von Wagner or you know, just keep making fun of him. Like you just want to ha- first let establish the relationship, establish them, you know, as. Von Wagner as the the muscle for Grayson Waller. He's the guy that gets Grayson out of trouble. Um, you know, get get him over as on, as a monster, as this you know you know badass guy that you comes in. But then you, then you start like in a few months or hopefully a little longer, six months at least. Then you start having it where like Logan Paul and Grayson are always kind of you know talking down to to Wagner, taking him for granted, and, you know, and since Von Wagner's not a great promo, you could always, they could always, like, (laughs) Grayson always, like, say something about someone, what do you think about that, Wagner? And he's like, yep, Uh uh-huh. You know, like, he just says, like, one line. Like, he doesn't need to say a whole bunch of things. He goes, that's cool. Like, you know, just something, and I think that would get over, uh, if done correctly and um and I think they could pull it off and you know, especially Grayson, man. He's such a great heel. You he could totally get some, he could totally get sympathy on Von Wagner if he keeps abusing him enough and finally, you know, Von Wagner can't handle Logan Paul and Grayson enough any, any longer and then takes him out and and you know, it's <laughs> you know, big old slam and people go crazy. If you up correctly, you could do that, but it needs to be like, like after eight months or a year, like I would not rush that. And, you know, Triple H with his booking has been doing great stuff with the, you know, long-term storytelling. Everyone talks about long-term storytelling in AEW because they're like, Oh, remember that time, like six months ago, yeah, that was planned six months ago. Let me tell you. <laughs> just from watching AW, you could tell things are just thrown to a wall. There's no long term storytelling. You know, there's no like, I could, you know, I think you could just tell Tony's just putting names to the, you know, each week. Like, okay, who this? The, oh, we got, oh, we got this guy available. Oh, oh, shoot, shoot. I'm a big mark for that guy. Let's do that. Oh, Sky Blue, I love her. I'll put her on the show. Like, he just, you know, it's not, it's not like, He's really planning all this stuff out in great detail, like people think, right? There's all, you know, but Triple H, I think it's proven, especially this last year, what long-term storytelling looks like. And yes, I know, you know, he wasn't thinking about Sami Zayn. You know, it's just that organically happened, and, but he went with, but he once we saw it got over he's like okay here's the steps boom 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 this is where i want to be with him right tag team champion at wrestlemania with his best friend kevin owens to tell that story these kids came from the indies went to the main roster had their issues they, re- they resolved their issues and now they're going to win the biggest championship of their career together on the biggest stage like you know it takes great bookers to recognize that and you and Triple H did. So you got to give him credit for that. I still think what a what a, what a a BS call on the Observer. I know the fans voted. I'm not, not, not blaming Dave's, not Dave's fault. This is all fan voting for the Wrestling Observer. How can you vote Tony Khan Book of the Year in 2022? I just don't understand that at all. Should have been Triple H by far. You know, you look at the Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio storyline – great long-term playing there um so yeah i you know i think with the von wagner with grayson waller and and um and logan ball what a trio that would be right like like can you imagine like just the vignettes and the promos um yeah i i think it would work because you you know you, i think he could. Von Wagner could be that lovable big lug, you know? Um Jerry Lawler taking advantage of Plowboy Fla- Frazier, Fraser, right? Like stuff like that. Like I love those kind of stories, you know? Um and I don't know, I, I think it would be I think it'd be big. Will Von Wagner, you know, go beyond that storyline? Who knows? It could be like Tess, though I thought Tess had a lot of potential. After the Stephanie and uh, Triple H storyline, I thought they did him dirty, but um, but I thought you know I think you know at least you can get one hell of a story out of Von Wagner, and you know he's talented enough. I think he he always kind of have a a place on the roster for a a, a a good while. So my final pick of the men's roster that's gonna the draft that's gonna go on to either Raw or SmackDown, Apollo Cruz. I know, I know been there already on the main roster. But Paula Cruz has been on NXT for a good while now. Um kind of came back to reinvent himself and and uh, you know, get a just get himself over again, work on a character, um you know, wrestle some of the younger stars and pull over Carmelo Hayes and and others. Um uh, you know, it's time for him to kind of go back, right? Time for him to go back on the main roster. Um, I kind of feel like he's just going to be back to his same position, really, on on the main roster. That's fine. Like, he's not a a, a good mid-card guy, you know, bay face. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that spot at all. Um, have good matches. He's a former inter-carnival champion when he was... Uh, doing the, uh, the accent and everything. And, you know, he could probably be pushed for a while and, and get a match with Gunther for the intercontinental title. You know, um, if they want to reach reform the hurt business, the hurt business, which I love that group. I thought they were a really good group. It seems like everyone liked that group, but Vince McMahon, for some reason, um, I hope they do re- reform them because Barbara last year right now is just kind of just twisting in the wind. Um, yo, know, Paulo Cruz could fit in there, add something different, right? Like a lot of people thought Carmelo Hayes was going to come up and be part of the hurt the hurt business. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was batted around, you know. But. I think Carmelo Hayes, now that he's an NXT champion, is going to be champion for a while. He's going to be the face of the brand for a while, um, along with Braun Breaker, especially this year. And I can see Carmelo going up next year. Um, I mean, Another guy, too, I just kind of th- totally almost forgot about him, but I was just thinking about they haven't really found anything creative for him yet, at least yet, as we know. But Cameron Grimes, Um I think he could just be a guy drafted, and I hope they 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 don't just throw him on like the next day or no, on the web page. Like, oh, he got drafted to SmackDown, and you know, I hope they kind of give him like a reintroduction on the on the on the show, you know, so we see a uh, drafted Cameron Grimes, and I think you kind of go backwards with him a little bit um, with the character, you know, from you know, drop the rich get the rich guy deal maybe he lost all of it somehow and now he's back to being that lovable hillbilly or me you know or because I like I like that guy with the beard the, the hairy chest the the long scraggly hair the hat you know I you know bring that back clean cut Cameron Grimes just good in the ring but just pretty stale and boring you know people people really gravitated that Cameron Grimes character. he just he was so over the top they just liked him uh, I sure did, and I liked his matches as well. So I hope that he gets drafted, and I hope he's on the main roster, and I hope he's uh, uh, gets a chance to shine because he's he's a very talented guy, and as we saw in NXT. So that's my who's gonna go drafted, who's gonna get drafted from NXT to uh, WWE main roster show. Um, who do you think's gonna get drafted from NXT? Is there anyone I missed? I only had 3 ladies on that list. Do you see any more who would be who you feel would be ready? I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um Will Breaker be drafted? Is there anyone else I missed on 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 the Men's roster? Let me know your thoughts. Love to hear it. Hit me up on Twitter at laroccajl um yeah so everyone have a great rest of your week enjoy the week coming up hopefully there's some some good racing for us to watch and uh till next time take care